Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are well into Mercury in retrograde. I don't know if you're feeling it, but we are stuck in this until June 11th. And um, the good news is that we do have a big full moon going on today, so... Um, I believe it's called the Strawberry Moon. I'm not quite sure why, but all these moons are called something. So this is the Strawberry Moon. And so that offsets some of the energy. But as we go into the waning moon and we start to get a little bit less and less and less and less moonlight each night, and we're in the Mercury and retrograde, the next, you know, six to eight days might feel a little bit, you know, more even more pulled back. And then, but it's like a slingshot. You know, once we get past the 11th, then everything goes forward and you'll probably feel a nice big surge um, as we go into the summer. So hang in there and keep focusing on, you know, getting rid of the old stuff. And, you know, it's a great time for cleaning out. It's a great time for letting go. Uh, It's not a good time for trying to get to the bottom of, you know, for communications or negotiations or anything like that. So you probably want to stay away from that. But, um, but it's a great time for dieting, exercising, anything where you want to let go of something, it's a really good time. So till June 11th. And, um, oh, so let's see. Tonight we are going to do some readings on the back half of the show. So, of course, you can call in to 347-215-9485. And if you would like a real reading with me, a full reading, um, private reading. I do have five spots left for June. We I opened up our June calendar last week and, and had several already bought, but if you'd like to get a real full reading with me and a Kashuk Record reading or an angel reading, actually, um, you can you can do that. You can just look in your inbox. If you're not on our email list, you want to get on our email list at ahamomentsworld.com. And we send all those announcements out. So you, if you have the announcement already in your inbox, which probably all of you do if you're listening to the call, uh, you know the links are in there. So, okay, so tonight we are going to talk about something that's been coming up a lot in casual conversations. Uh, the casual conversations I've been having over the last week or so. I was at a polo match actually here in um, San Diego. There, it was opening day for polo season. And uh, I got to go and have, we had a nice reserve table and the whole champagne and blah, blah. And it was very shishi foo and very fun to do a lot of that. I think watching the people was, was quite exciting, almost as exciting as the horses. For me, I, I still was really more interested in the horses galloping. But, um, I, but the people were quite interesting to watch, really, really fun. And it was a great time. And um, one of the conversations that came up at our table was, 
about negative energy and how to deal with people's negative energy. And when one person mentioned that, because somebody said, oh, Mari's a psychic, you know, and she's talking about what I do for a living, which I generally don't talk about when I'm in social situations because everybody starts asking for reading. But in any event, it came up and everybody started talking about negative energy and how they deal with toxic people and toxic situations. And um, I know that we've talked about this on the show before. And um, it always seems to be quite a very popular topic. I find it kind of interesting that it is such a popular topic that people feel so um, hit up by negative energy. I had a friend tell me the other day that she was going for, I think it was a head scraping or something, where somebody, she was paying someone to scrape the energy off of her head, which was really fascinating to me. I'd never heard of such a thing. So I said to her, well, the next time, before you go and pay for that, you know, call me and I'll teach you some of the ways to do it for free because that's just insane to me. But in any event, she found value in it and she seems to love love the process, so good for her. Um, so anyway, tonight what I wanted to do is address this, and um, I know that probably one of the reasons why um, some people might be feeling a higher level of intensity when it comes to negative energy is because we have a different grid now. Since 2012, we had a shift in the grid, and the grid got much more amped up. So then, after when we get a, a much more powerful energetic grid that you know we're all in connected on, it's much more sensitive. So your negative energy goes out on your own negative energy goes out onto that grid and it amplifies. You know, it majorly amplifies and comes right back up in your face, mirrored through other people. So most people hate to hear that they have a responsibility of some sort for the negative energy coming their way, but it is actually in in fact true that we all have um, things going on within us, you know, a little envy, jealousy, you know, stress, doubt, fear, anger, feelings of unworthiness, and then that, that does is it goes down on the grid and then it manifests itself as scenarios in our lives, people in our lives, circumstances in our lives that match those feelings of inadequacy and those feelings, those negative feelings that we have within ourselves. And it usually happens so that we can have a learning experience, so that we can have a, you know, some sort of clearing. We can start to ask for the clearing that we need to get rid of our own toxic energy. And you know, it's it's just like we're responsible for the good things that come our way. We're also responsible for the not so good things, even though it may seem completely unrelated. Like, why would I pick this? I would never pick to have this kind of situation. I know when I was living in New Jersey, I was living in a two-family home, and I had the worst people living over my head and the worst landlord on the planet. He was horrible. And <laughs> Um, they put a 120-pound dog over my head. There were two girls living up there and their son, and it was just they were just the slam doors, and they were just the most inconsiderate, most horrible, horrible people. And um, it took me a long time to get out of there. It took me a long time, and I kept... First, it was all about blaming them, blaming them, blaming them. And then I started to ask different questions. I would say, okay, what am I doing to create this? Why am I even here? And what I realized is that they were catalysts. They were catalysts because I was not to get comfortable there. I had been there for a long time, and it was they were kind of almost like the eject button. They were the eject button out of the East Coast. And they pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. They were kind of my environmental catalyst to move, to, to move and to finish my book, 
and to not procrastinate and to go forward. And they served a big purpose. I mean, I still don't feel like I would go and, you know, give them any kind of gift or thank them for what they did because I think that it was still abominable. But I've learned that you can create change in your life deliberately. If you start to create change deliberately by taking positive steps for yourself, you won't have to attract the negative you know, aspect of things in order for change to happen. And that's a hard, that's a really hard thing for people to, to swallow. I know clients hate for me to say it, and uh, people like to much, I mean, I listen to people, I have uh, a friend, they, they constantly complain about the other friends and just, just how they're never doing this right or doing that right, and it's all them, it's all them, it's all them, and they really feel like it's, you know, it has nothing to do with them, that they're just complete victims, and that's actually not the case at all. They're both mirroring each other, mirroring the situation, and they're amplifying it by being so stressed out about it and complaining about it and not really being willing to to shift on their own end. So today what I wanted to talk about was three new ways that I have found work with this new energetic grid, this super high sensitive energy that we have going on. And it's getting even more sensitive and more um, intense as we're moving forward. Um, So there's been some things that I've made adjustments for myself, and I, you know, I always like to share with you um, what I do for myself, uh, so that you can try it for yourself. I'll never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself, so that's why I share the stuff that I've found that has worked for me, and then you know what's worked for clients. Some of these things I haven't even actually shared with my clients yet, so I'm going to share with you though, and uh, and then we can we can get on to the reading. Which I don't know if I mentioned the phone number to call in for the readings. Maybe I did, but I'll say it one more time because I see a lot of you getting on the lines now, and Sam's uh, doing all of the screening. Uh, 347-215-9485 is the, reading, is the number to call in if you'd like to ask a question for later. Okay, so the first thing is we, we always talk about smudging, you know, white sage and, and clearing your space and all that. There's different things you can do to clear your space. Uh, and you can also take, and for your body, you can also take hot salt baths and, and, and you know, and I always say baking soda, Epsom salt, sea salt is the best combination. You can do like a cup of baking soda, a cup of Epsom salt, a cup of sea salt in your bath, and then add in whatever, er, you know, herbs or um, essential oils. I know pine oil or eucalyptus or um, lemon is very good uh, for... Uh, letting go of things for clearing out negative energy. Um, black tea is also very good for getting rid of negative energy. It's, it's quite interesting how that works. Um, and you can, you know, do a, a black tea bath, uh, and that that can help a lot with, you know, kind of getting the residue. But I want to talk about three new things that I've been working with, and they really, really helped a lot. And the first is what I call moving meditation. Because um, a lot of times, you know, we can sit and we can do very quiet, you know, stillness, right? You, you still and you're focused on um, listening for guidance and asking questions. And a lot of times what happens when you get into those kind of meditative states is if you're not experienced at meditation and you're not familiar with how that works, um, you can... Uh, Oh, gosh, that's just awesome. Oh, <laughs> you can start to obsess on your to-do list, on, um, 
you know, why something's happening, trying to sort it out in your mental mind, using it more as like a problem-solving session instead of a meditation session. And then you can also have a situation where you're... Um, why am I... I'm losing my train of thought. The guides are coming in for this other piece, and I'm losing my train of thought. But you can also, um, you know, just be complaining, right? You can be complaining, you can be doing your to-do list, you can be doing you know, a million things in your mind by trying to sit still and then it just becomes like more of a brawl with yourself instead of like a real um, receiving session because the the meditation is really meant for you to have a moment of receptivity so that you can receive the guidance and the answers that you you need. Um, What I found was that if you do a moving meditation, so for me, one day I was walking to the beach and I heard in my channeling ear, moving meditation, moving meditation. So I took one of my guided meditations and I had it on my iPod and I started listening to what I normally would listen to when I was sitting down, I listened to as I was walking to the beach. And it was so amazing because since my footfall and I know the direction, you know, I know how to get there. I don't have to think about do I turn right here or turn left there. I just go right across the street and walk down a couple of blocks. And it's a very straightforward walk. So there was no, you know, distraction per se. And I'm listening to this thing and I remember just feeling like so centered because my footfall, that rhythmic footfall, boom, 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 was the meditative aspect. What you're looking for when you're meditating is consistency. You want that step by step by step by step by step step by step by step. Driving is also a time when you can really take on a meditative trance-like state, believe it or not. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say to try to meditate while you're driving, but it is that repetitive kind of, that whoosh of the car and that very, especially long distances, that very that very kind of know where we're going and we kind of are, the car almost drives itself there kind of a thing. You have that repetitive, whatever that repetitive action is, um, being on the treadmill can be very meditative. Being on an elliptical machine, anything where you're going to have repetitive, um, consistent act- action, but it's going to stay the same, you know, very, very same. It's not like you're doing an obstacle course. You're just like on the treadmill, walk, 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 walk. Your football becomes very even. When you are doing a moving meditation, what you want to do, this is what really amps it up and really helps to let go of the negative energy. Okay, this is one of the best ways to shield yourself, is to ask for contribution from nature. So remember, that energetic grid that you're kind of reacting to because you're perceiving all, you know, the negative situation that you're concerned about also has the power and the clarity and the answers and the wisdom and the protection and all those things on it as well. When you deliberately ask the grid or ask nature to contribute positive energy, protection, knowing, clarity, you know, um, fortification, restoration to you, you will feel so much better. I know when I go out to, when I would go to the park every day, that's when I was on the East Coast, I went to the park every day, and I would go through the park and I would ask for contribution from the trees, from the grass, from the flowers, from the birds. At night I would walk and there would be bats flying. Bats are really pretty symbolic, very, very very, very spiritual animal, and um, I, the bats would, you know, fly around and they would swoop down as I was walking. 
I remember saying to them, okay, you guys don't get too close. You know, I'm, I'm good with the communing and everything, but not to <laughs> swoop down too, too, you know, too close. And they would, they would, they would follow me and they would circle, but they, and they would swoop, but they wouldn't get, they would get a certain distance and they would stay, you know, keep their distance a bit. But what you want to do is set your intention. You start your walk, you pick, pick your place of choice. And as you're about to start your walk, you just say, set intention, or I, I would like to either, you ask a question, or you say, okay, I intend to um, get clarity on this or that, whatever it is, I'm asking for healing, I'm maturation, or whatever that is. And then um, you ask for contribution. So if you're at the beach, you can ask for contribution from the ocean and from the palm trees, from the, you know, whatever, you know, nature, even from the sand. Sand is extremely grounded. Um, if you are out in the woods or at a park, you can ask for a contribution from the animals and the, the plants and plant life there. Okay, Everything is sentient. Everything. Sentient means as a life force. And a life force, when you have when it, anything that has a life force can interact with you. Okay, in some way, shape, or form, it can contribute to you, and you can contribute to it. It's one of the reasons why even your cars, even your computers, you know, when people start cursing their cars and cursing their computers, and then things break down. I know there have been times when, in the winter, back on the East Coast, and I would tell my car, please turn on, please turn on. And I knew nobody else's car was turning on, and my car would turn on, you know. And and I've always named my cars. That's why people name their homes, you know, because they they're recognizing the sentience of within the home. We have a lot of that out here in California. Everything is Villa this, and Casa de that, <laughs> you know, such and such a house. So people name their, their things. People name their cars, you know, to give it that, that to recognition of that life force. So in any event, when you're out in woods or out in, you know, nature, and you do these walking meditations, these moving meditations, you can even do, you know, your yoga outside, you can do your, um, you know, your Tai Chi. It's wonderful to do outside. You can do your Pilates outside. Or you can just get down and stretch. Sometimes I'll just sit on the beach and I will just, I don't even have a blanket because I just intend to walk and I'm just, my body will just say, you know, I need to stretch and I'll just sit right down on the sand and start stretching. And it's amazing the contribution that you can get um, from the, the ocean flowing, from the sky and the stars. A lot of times I'm out there at sunset so they, and I get to see the stars rise, which is and then stout is really amazing experience and you seeing watching the stars come into view. Um, if you're just staring at the sky and staring at the sky and all of a sudden you see a little light and then all of a sudden you see another one. It's just like the you know, like the star rise. It's amazing. And so um to be sitting there, the sun going down, the ocean coming, the trees fly, you know, swaying and then you've got the stars coming up and you've got all of the elements, earth and water and air, and then we happen to have bonfires on the beach too so you get all of those elements and the power of that is so insane i can't even explain it so when you have all of that working for you it is really hard to stay in a negative space it's amazing how it washes away the acuteness and the the prickliness of those big problems and even the little ones and it gives you a sense of faith because what you're looking for sometimes I know we all are looking for solutions, right? We're looking for uh, retribution, sometimes revenge, you know, whatever. We're looking for solutions. But what you really ultimately are looking for is spaciousness. When you put yourself out in a, uh, you know, an environment that is 
um, you know, outside like we're talking, like we're discussing now, you are actually offering yourself space. When you're in a throes of a very, very hard problem or you're feeling victimized by people and, you know, you say, oh, I know I'm not allowed to be a victim, but I feel like one, you know. <laughs> um, I know that's how I felt on the East Coast. When you, when you do that, you close yourself down. You get very, very small when you get feel like you're being run over, mowed over by your problem. It's very, very small. And when you get that small, those problems get really big. They seem really, really large and really insurmountable. And you and it and it, it's it's like, you know, you're walking on your knees and you've got like this big thing on your back, you know? When you go out in nature and you do these moving meditations, what happens is you get you get space. So all of a sudden, you expand, and this, that expansion is you accessing more of the grid, accessing more than just what your mental mind can perceive. You're allowing your energy to participate. Because remember, we experience everything from the point of view emotional, mental, and energetic. The physical, emotional, mental, and energetic. So the physical, you're clear about, it's your body and how it feels. The mental is the, um, oops, I'm sorry, my, my, uh, all my sound effects are on my computer. The mental is the, um, uh, what do you call it, the, the to-do list, you know, is the spinning, the analysis, all the analytical, logical stuff, the intellectualizing, the logical stuff, and also the push-me-pull-you, and also the spinning out, and also the over-analysis, and the perseverating, and the procrastinating, and the, you know, that kind of, that whole thing, that's the mental clutter, that's the mental energetic energy, and then you have the uh, emotional energy, so that's how you're feeling about things, you're feeling sad, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling happy, you know, angry, fearful, all of that. And then you have your energetic, and that's what we're talking about. And when you are only caught up in feeling sad, spitting out, overanalyzing, feeling panicked, what happens is it shuts you down and you get really, 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 really small solutions in really, 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 really small places like other people, like, um, you know, the little circumstance, you know, tit for tat type of thing. You start to look for your power in really tiny places. Oh, can you tell her off? Can you tell him off? Can you get revenge this way? Can you pass be passive aggressive? People love to be passive aggressive. Can you, you know, stop talking to this one or give the cold shoulder to that one? You know, very small solutions. Very, very small, not even solutions, very, very small actions. You're closing yourself down. The solutions that solve it, the solutions that heal whatever situation you're going through, that whatever negative energy you're, quote, suffering from, unquote, the solutions require always, always, always spaciousness. They require space. So that means they require an expansion of you. They require you to go bigger, to go out further. And that's why when you do these moving meditations, it takes the energy and it expands it out. It moves it out so that what happens? You access more solutions. 
you, because you're opening yourself up to go beyond what you can see, beyond what you can think, beyond what you already know, beyond what your friends tell you, beyond all of the solutions that your mental mind thinks it can come up with. You know, people say, oh, well, you know, leave no stone unturned. Well, that's really not good advice because that whole leave no stone unturned is basically saying go as far as your mental mind can take you. Your mental mind can only take you as far as what it's done in the past. As far as what it's done in the past if, or what it's been exposed to. So if your mental mind hasn't been consciously in this waking state exposed to something, it doesn't give you that, whatever that potential solution is, it can't bring it forward because it hasn't been exposed to it, so it doesn't register. Okay, that's why you need to move into the energetic aspect of this. Okay, and that's why we're talking about these moving meditations because when you go out there, you're accessing the bigger grid. You're accessing energy that can carry you not only just on this hemisphere in this part of the world, can carry you through the whole world to access the thought and the, the um, you know, solutions that you can't see. It's like the eyes behind your head. And it can even, if you want to get really advanced about it, it can go beyond the Earth. It can go into other galaxies. It can go into other universes. It can go into other source systems, into other light systems, and create customized solutions for you that you can never do in your mental mind and that no one on the physical plane could ever really do anything for you with because they can't perceive it either. So it can get you to, to... access things that are not even... So this is a very, very, very powerful thing. And that's what you really want to think about. When you're dealing with negative energy or what you're perceiving to be negative energy or negative people, they are letting you know that something is off within you, within your own thought process, within your own thought forms. Because your something is coming from you, landing on the grid, and they're reacting. And and I don't care if it's the jealousy, the procrastinating, or any of that stuff, okay? When you what you want to do is ask for healing. Instead of asking for how do I, you know, get that person back, how do I heal the situation or heal what's in me that would attract this in them? You'll be amazed when you start to ask for your own personal healing. Be careful what you wish for, but it's the truth. I know for myself. Especially when you're a spiritual leader like this and you you know, I get ten times more lessons than people, so I get beat up pretty bad. Um and people would think, oh, Mari's life is charmed because she's doing all this work. It's it's actually the opposite. <laughs> it's like I get beat up real bad, but it's because I have to be and have solutions and, and empathy and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, but it, it's very, very important to to expand, okay? Expand. Allow yourself to expand. And as you expand, you ask for spaciousness. Ask for clarity. Ask for healing. Healing always comes first. As for healing, you'll be amazed at the little recipes that come back to you, things you can do for that. Now, the second new way to shield yourself, and this is something that um, I consider to be new. It's, it's, it's been around for a long time, but I think it's something that I don't see a whole lot of. Um, it's called an energy peel. Like, you know how you use a face mask and you put the face, for you ladies out there, you put a face mask on and and you let it sit and then you peel it off. Um, or like if somebody had on a wetsuit, you know, and they go surfing or scuba diving 
uh, and they had that, that whole suit on. If you ever seen anybody take that off, they just sort of peel it off. Or if you have rubber gloves, like surgical gloves on, and you have to peel that off. Okay. As you, when you're in toxic situations, this is particularly good if you have like a job situation or you're around, you know, really heavy energy, um, toxic people kind of thing, or per, what you're perceiving as toxic people. A lot of times what happens is, we get, especially if we're not doing regular clearing, we get layered and layered and layered and layered and layered and layered and layered, and layered, and layered on. And so we have almost like a wetsuit of negativity kind of overlaid over our own personal body. And what you can do is start at the top of your head and almost look like, like you know, if you put a part in your hair, you want to part your hair, let's say, down the middle. You can literally part your energy and in each hand, Start to peel the energy from your down from your head. Okay, you can go forward and back and pull like as if you were taking a whole big plastic glove off for yourself, and unfold it, pull it down, pull it down. Now it's around your neck. You pull that down, and you pull it all the way down. You can go all the way down your body. You want to go down each arm, down each hand, and you literally what you do is you put a bowl of salt next to you. And you throw the energy into the salt. So whatever you're peeling off, you take a bowl of rock salt or sea salt is fine. Put that next to you. And as you're peeling the energy, you're throwing it in the salt. Okay? You want to peel all the way down. Make sure you do your thighs, your hips, your back, your butt, all the knees, feet, all the way down. And you peel it and you throw it in. That's called an energy peel. And then... You can go over yourself, you know, smudging yourself if you want, and then you might want to use like a selenite wand to go down. A selenite wand is a type of crystal. It looks like a long wand. You can look them up. You can Google them on. They're easy to get, uh, very inexpensive. They're long white wands. And uh, you don't want to ever get them wet, by the way, because they'll disintegrate. But the, <laughs> the selenite wand, you just go, go over your body the same way, just like as if you were doing like a paint roller. You're just going to go over your body um, and smooth out your energy. You can use like little Tibetan bells to get to, you know, for sound. That helps also. But this energy peel is really powerful, really powerful. And as you do that, you throw it into the... Uh, you know, into the rock salt, and it really makes a big difference. Really, really makes a big difference. You'll feel, so that's that's one physical thing you can do. And then the next thing that I found is very powerful is the waterfall. It's an energetic waterfall. And I've done these actually in some guided meditations I did with my classes. Um, but I've seen, I, I have a different way of doing it now because it, um, from when I used to channel them. So the waterfall is, is interesting because you would think, okay, you're going to envision an energetic, you know, iridescent waterfall coming down over your head and pouring down over your head, just like as if you were going out in nature and you got to a waterfall and you stood under it or under a big waterfall shower head, right? Well, here's the two ways to do it. The first way is what I just described, you know, standing under the waterfall of energy and just, in, I like to envision like iridescent, multicolored, um, raindrops of light coming down and just pouring over, pouring over into a pool and so a cleansing pool and you're standing kind of in that cleansing pool. But one of the other things you can do is you can pull up energy through your feet, through your body from the earth and have it waterfall spout out of your head so that you're doing as above, so below. So what I suggest is, is the new way 
to do this waterfall steering is to pull energy up from, from your feet all the way through the top of your crown chakra and let it spout out over you, okay? And then switch gears almost like as if you were turning the shower to another, you know, like one of those massage showers, you're changing it to another head. Switch gears and allow it to pour down over top of you. Then you can switch gears and allow it to come up through you and out from, so you're doing the above, down into you, and the below, up out of you, okay? And what that does is it connects both the the union of as above, so below, of the earth and the heaven, heaven and earth kind of energy. And that's that gives you an expansion that's amazing, absolutely amazing, super powerful. I've seen people come up out of these meditations with me and they're like astounded at how much clarity, how much brighter things look. It's kind of like if you if you ever wear glasses, sunglasses, ring glasses, whatever kind of glasses, and you, you clean them, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. Or if you needed reading glasses and you haven't been wearing them, all of a sudden you put it on and oh, there, that's much easier, you know. It's the, it's the same type of thing after you do these, um, these types of clearing. So I think um, we are going to take a quick break. If you'd like to call in to ask a question, I see some of you are already in there, uh, please do so. We'll get to questions on the other side of the break. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. That's 347 347- Two one five nine four eight five. So I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. 
Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. We're back. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we're talking all about the best ways to shield yourself from negative energy or the best new ways to shield yourself from negative energy. So there's one more thing that I forgot to mention. We're actually I ran out of time on the first segment. So I'm going to mention now and then we'll get to some of your questions. And if you want to call in, it's 347-215-9485. the thing that I wanted to talk about was calling upon higher sources to shield and protect yourself. So we talked about clearing your energy, but how do you protect it uh, after you've done the clearing? And there's lots of different ways, but one of the best ways that I've found is as little little known, a little lesser known ways of shielding yourself <clears throat> is to call, we, do, we call it calling upon. So it's calling upon greater energy. Archangel Michael is a real big one. A lot of you know about Archangel Michael. He's a big um, angel for releasing negative energy and for, you know, clearing and setting up protection. And you can ask for him to put a white, big, you know, ball of white light around you uh, or a circle of white light around you or just to completely protect you and all of your, you know, your 
whatever you're up to for that time. But there's also, you can call on the four directions. You can call on the the energies from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And then you can also call upon the energy as above and so below. So you can say and center, so above, below, and center. So essentially you're calling upon energy. You can just say call upon the energies of the north, the south, the east, and the west, above, below, and center to protect and shield me from everything that's not of the light and that's not for my highest and greatest good. Okay, so um, you can also ask to be fortified in that shield. So essentially what you're doing is you're investing, remember we were talking about in the beginning, in the beginning of the show today, about asking for contribution from nature. You can ask for contribution from the four directions. Now it's bigger than what we have time to do on the show, but each of the four directions stands for certain things, okay? So when you call them all in, uh, it, it really helps because essentially you're, you're fortifying your energy. You're fortifying your energy and you're actually amping up your use of the energetic grid. Very, very powerful, very, very powerful stuff. Um, you can also get a lot of information. I know I do a calling upon every single morning. And as soon as I do that, I feel this sense of peace like just like a little, like almost like a big, like a, you know, like, you know if you, when you're a kid, I don't know if when you were a kid you had a thermos in your lunchbox and you put a lid on it and it, or you take it off and you hear that little suction come out. I always feel that little suction thing when I do do that upon. Uh, so that's really important to do. You can also ask for star energy and planetary energy to support you and protect you and shield you as well. If you're looking, if you have a problem that seems to be unsolvable by earthly terms, you know, um, just, you know, you've tried everything, you've exhausted everything, and you just don't know how to do it, and you're just getting to that point of complete surrender, and your mental mind is still going crazy but because it can't figure it out, um, you might want to call on galactic energy or uh, universal energy because galactic energy in particular, when you're talking about interplanetary energy, is the energy of invention. It's the energy that, that gets downloaded here to help us solve things with stuff that we've never seen before or heard of before. So new inventions are usually always oh, from galactic energy, cures for diseases, new directions. Um, big, that those sparks, those real in, innovative sparks are usually coming in from a galactic, more of a galactic energy field. So you can call on that when you have those unsolvable or seemingly unsolvable situations, um, whether it's negative people, ne- negative circumstances, all that kind of stuff, you can call on um, that those energies to support you and help you to, to bring down or channel down uh, new solutions or at least sparks of ideas for you that you can kind of grab on to and know what to do as far as your next steps are concerned. Okay, so I think, Erin, I hope you guys have questions about that today, and we'll get to some of those now. Um, so, again, if you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485. If you're already on the line, please listen up, and um, off we go. So, Sam, we are going to go with uh, Dell in the Carolinas. Hi, Dell. Hey, how are you? Okay, how are you? Good. Um, <laughs> What's your question? Well, my question was a love question, but I was um, 
kind of didn't get everything that you were saying, so I'm gonna go back in the archives. Uh, you know, look, you know, listen, because I want to understand about this negative energy, um, how to deal with it. And uh, sometimes, you know, I get, um, you know, I feel nervous or something, or you know, I just feel mm-hmm. unease, and I want to have a self control. I know there's some new things getting ready to uh, to begin in my New journey, my spiritual journey here, so I want mm-hmm. to be able to um, to have control and to um, you know to relax and, and to uh, to understand what's going on and not panic like I've been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, you know it's interesting yeah. that you say that because the word control is is not a good word. And I'll no, tell you not. why. You, you know, no, because life. If you really look at life, everything is moving, everything is shifting and changing second by second by second. So when we control something, it means we want to stop movement, and that means we stop the dynamic process of living. So what you really want to do is learn how to be fluid with what's going on, how to go with it, because control implies resistance on something, right, because you're trying to keep something the same. What you want to do is be able to perceive yourself as fluid, you know, so going more with the flow of things and de- being able to easily handle ambiguity and have coping mechanisms for handling the ambiguity that comes up with being fluid. And so that's called living dynamically. So the old way of living was to try to control things and keep, you know, create stability and you know, it's kind of a conservative mindset. You have to keep everything the same. We want to control everything, keep it, you know, and then we are rewarded if we have all the answers and it's always the same and we can, you know, we're considered to be, quote, stable if we have everything under control. But that really doesn't allow for growth. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, think of even when a woman's pregnant with a baby. She's really not in control of her body. She knows the process and she goes through, but there's also lots of ambiguity throughout the entire nine months. You're not quite sure, like, what's this pain? What's that pain? Is the baby going to come early? What day is the baby going to be? What sex is the baby going to be? Well, all those different things. So there's a Mm -hmm. lot of ambiguity around the process, right? But, you know, in general, in nine months or so, this baby will come, you know, and you will get from one Mm -hmm. side of this to the other, but you're not quite sure exactly every single little piece of it. And you kind of don't have control over when that baby's going to kick or when, you know, when mm-hmm. you're going to have to run to the bathroom or when you're going to have a craving. You know, that's all the ambiguity. It's part of a dynamic process, a growing process. So as you're thinking about life and in general and dealing with, you know, these types of energies, what you want to ask for, which will probably give you more success, is the ability to um, gracefully handle ambiguity to feel powerful in being dynamic and fluid in how you move through your life as opposed to trying to be stoic and, con- and controlled. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a real um, real important distinction. I'm glad you actually brought that up. That actually, I think, will help a lot of people listening on the call. Did you have a question? Or I'm going to, because I have several other people on the line. Yes, I just have a question, question about um, any insight about any new beginnings in uh, my love life or whatever uh, that you... Now, you, that's too broad. That that's too love broad. Love life or okay. whatever. And then, <laughs> what, can well, give me something real specific. Is there a person you have in mind or... 
No, I don't have anybody. I'm by myself. I'm single. Um, okay. Mhm. So um, no, I don't. Um. Well, I'm going on a trip next week. Uh, and um, I just um, looking forward to this trip. Uh, visiting my two sons, and um, I don't know is anything come up with that. I, you know what, I don't think, it doesn't feel like your energy is solidified enough yet for you to pull in that okay. person. It feels mm-hmm. like, I think you're asking a lot of the right questions, you know, it's kind of the stuff we talked about today and calling in and asking the right questions. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that what you need to get is more clear. Instead of thinking that things are just happening to you, get clear on what you want and make sure you write down the list of exactly what you're looking for. Now, of course, okay. Then say, this is exactly what I'm looking for, or something better. So if the universe wants to improve on what you've asked for, it can. It has the free license to do that. And then start to get more deliberate with your points of view on on bringing that person in. One of the things you can do with that moving meditation we were talking about earlier, you can set an intention that, you know, you're gonna. this meditation is dedicated to you getting insight on who that next person is for you and do the walking meditation, um, and then take a notebook at the end of your walk and write down any insights that you might have, that you might get. And start to pay attention to your dreams, too. I'm getting that for you. Start to pay attention to your dreams because that that can help as well. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, okay, but I hope thanks. that helps. That's and great. Thanks for Thank calling you. in. Okay, Thank take care. Okay, next we have Susie in Sedona. Hi, Susie. Can you hear Hello? me? Uh, yep, I can Hello. hear you. Hello. Hi there. How are you? This is sort of an example of Sedona coincidence, perfect timing. I would tune into this. Oh, good. <laughs> um, my question is, I have a difficult relationship with a family member who I used to be very close with, and I recognize it's a relationship I need to at least temporarily separate myself from or draw boundaries and um, very hard for me to do. I was really close to this person. He's very passive-aggressive. And I have health problems, including some things with my legs. And I noticed I've had this thought, I can't stand blank. So I thought, I need to clean this up. That's a really bad thought for me to carry when I'm having trouble with my legs. So I'm to write him a letter and clean it up. Well, as I've been doing that, two other situations came up that sort of echoed what was going on with him. So I guess my question is twofold. How do we bring this negative stuff up to deal with and clear without it echoing back on us? And if there's any advice you can give me personally about this, that would be greatly appreciated. Okay, so good questions. Um, You know, you can bring it up. This is where getting consistent with asking for clearing and protection is super important. So you can ask for protection from Archangel Michael um, as you sort through a particular scenario, you know, something like this that's actually being very reactive. It being that reactive is telling me that you're extremely powerful, which is awesome. And being there in Sedona with all those, you know, the big vortexes and everything they have there, you are on even more amped up part of the grid. So 
everything you do is like an EKG machine, you know, it's just like, you know, like really, like one of those lie detector machines, it's just boom, 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 it's, you know, it's not like you're, you know, somewhere else where the energy is very dense and hard to to register, Sedona is very, very reactive, so you have to be, that's one of the reasons why you kind of get that amplified effect when you're doing things, Yeah. so it's yeah. even more important for you, and you also have an extraordinary amount of galactic energy there too and they're always going in and out of the the sound barrier and everything too so you've got a lot extenuating circumstances so you need to use all that power to your advantage okay and i think what's happening is you've kind of been um a little dormant with that you're not harnessing that power for you so what happens is if you think negative or you get sensitive about something it starts to work against you because remember it's all neutral right so um, I think you were right to say you, you don't. You want to stop saying I can't stand somebody when you're having trouble with your legs. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> that is, and kudos to you for sorting that one out. That's that's a big deal. And our little, you know, he's a pain in the butt. He's a pain in the back. I, you know, it gives me he's a pain in the neck. <laughs> you know, it's amazing how our bodies and everything will amplify. You know, all that sort of thing. Um, so as far as uh, the relationship, what I would do, again, is that walking meditation would probably be, well, maybe not walking for you if your legs are bothering you, but you can actually well, even I, do I that. Well, I can walk. I can, I can do that. Okay. I hike a lot. Yeah. Okay, good. And I know there's not a lot of bodies of water over there, but maybe that Oak Creek Canyon over there, if you can yeah. get over there, and you need water. You're in a very arid okay. place, and you need moving water you know, if you can. So even if you can't get to a moving body of water there, I mean, obviously, like, you're not at the ocean, you might want to go into, like, a a hot tub or something where the water is swirling and moving. That's going to help a lot for you. One of the things I'm getting for you is that you have so much fire and earth energy and not enough air and water energy. So your your energetic systems are out of balance. So I need more air and... And air earth and energy, water. is that what you said? No. And water. So you have plenty okay. of earth and you have plenty of fire in Sedona. There's like over amps with earth and fire. Whereas, and I, you know, it's funny because when I talk to my clients in Hawaii, it's the opposite. They have so much water and so much air, you know, and, uh, and they don't, they yeah. have almost no fire, you know. So it's hard for them to get their businesses off the ground. And I was just having that conversation with a client a couple of weeks ago. She's having a hard time because she, it was just too much yin energy in in Sedona, you have too much yang energy. So you need to, to bring in your own yin. It's really important that you do put water fountains in your house, put incense, okay. you know, put um, uh, wind chimes for air, incense for air, and that you put, you know, as many fountains and water, op- water, you know, water features as you can for you in particular to feel, start to feel a sense of balance, and then that negative energy won't have... You remember, if you have all that fire and then you have this negative situation going on, fire is an ignition switch. And you you don't have the water to douse it. Okay? So if you can get your environmental elements kind of balanced, you're going to find that your relationships are going to start to balance out. It feels like your energy systems are crying for a balance in the elements, and when you get that, your relationships that are reflecting that imbalance will settle out. Okay. 
So you don't have to go at it so much yeah. from your mental mind. Um, the place I've been living in has a shower, and within the next month, we're going to be putting in a bathtub, which is very interesting. <laughs> well, thank God. And I do really need it. Yeah, and I do go over to Oak Creek a lot, and I, you know, I'm I'm very well connected to the powerful energies here. And it was yeah. kind of like when I decided to draw the line, then the the situation just kind of mirrored itself. You know, in some business relationships, it was just, you know, I thought I might as well write a letter. Dear fill in the blank, you may not blank anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I would focus on fixing you first, though, and asking for healing within you. And I think that that situation, you know, sometimes I hear people and I know that the the other person is a big issue. And this one feels more like it's a teaching person for you. He feels more like a teaching you know, kind of like a healing agent for you, like a you know, kind of a a, a catalyst type of being okay. in the world. So I would focus on these things first. Give it about a month or two, and then see how that settles out. Then you'll know really what belongs to sorting out that relationship itself versus just what needed to be healed within you. He might be giving you a gift because I think your body will feel much better all the way around for your healing when you balance out these these other elements. I'm going to have to jump okay. off because we're getting ready to okay, wrap the show. Thank you. I, just, I hope that helped. Okay, so we have come to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. Can't believe that hour went by so fast. Um, again, remember, we end Mercury and retrograde June 11th, so hang in there through that. If you'd like to get a reading, you certainly are welcome to do that. We have five left for June. Um, I think we might have gotten some while we're on the line, but just check your inbox and make sure that you get on our list if you're not already on there at ahamomentsworld.com. And you can also tune into the show now on iTunes and Stitcher.com. So I'm very excited about that. So definitely please go listen there and give us some reviews and and all that kind of good stuff so we can get, get moving and grooving on those platforms. And we will return this time next week. We'll end with my motto which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A moments with an S, Inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments, Inc. And Twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments. We can't wait to see you there.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.